Hi there, it's the Trista, and um, we're on January 6th committee as a topic tonight, and on TikTok right. I just saw so let me you Michael Cohen says how to take down Trump, pretty important. Secret, how we can find... All right, hey, friends, so let me clue you in on a secret how we can finally take down Donald Trump and make sure he's finally locked up where he belongs. As Donald Trump's former fixer and strategist, I know a few things about his weaknesses. So everyone, listen up. Donald Trump's strength is preying on our collective weakness. What he relies on is that Democrats, independents, and pro-democracy-loving people will not be united and turn on each other. That we will blame the Department of Justice for ago. not moving quick enough or blaming the January 6th committee for whatever grievance of the day that we have. Donald Trump relies on us getting distracted by whatever bullshit story Fox News feeds its base and which mainstream media then picks up. So stop it. This is a rare moment in American history. We only have one shot at this, folks. We need to remain focused, all right? So do not get distracted by the bullshit Donald Trump and the right-wing media will throw. Now is the time for us to reclaim democracy and make sure our future and that of our family and future generations survives. We all need to be louder. We need to be angrier than the Trump distraction machine. We need to unite with our fellow Americans this Thursday and the coming weeks and to say it loud, to fucking scream it from your windows. Enough is enough. We need to make Donald Trump fear because let me tell you a secret, folks. Donald Trump is the biggest chicken shit that exists on this planet. All right. Donald's inner circle knows that justice is coming for him. The question you need to ask yourself is what side of history will you be on? Will you be telling a story how in this moment of need that you answered the call for our nation, for our democracy? All right. I want each and every one of you to call Kevin McCarthy's office, call Mitch McConnell's office, call Lindsey Graham's office, right? Call Susan Collins. Hell, I don't give a shit. Call any Republican Congress member who you wish and tell them that Michael Cohen sent you and tell them that they are traitors to our democracy. That they are on the wrong side of history for supporting these freaking insurrectionists. So go out right now to your town center. Go march on D.C. Do something. Make your voices heard. It's now or never, my friends. The secret to taking Trump down is that we unite and that we do not give up. We need to be relentless. And if we are, then we will win. So let's save our democracy together. And we must do it today. All right, hey friends. So let me clue you in on it. Somebody came up. All right, so, hey uh, friends. So let me clue you in on a secret. How we can read the find comments in here. Okay, I love this guy. He messed up and admits it, and now fights against it. I respect that. Please let it be soon. Wake up, folks. We need to act now. Take down Trump. I'm Repu I'm Republican, and I agree. Preach it. I'm into that. We need to vote like we did in 2020. Votes. Are you Are you listening, Garland? Dems unite. Let's do this. I'm going to tag some Dems in this. Democrats. Democrats. Come on, Democrats. Fucking unite.
Get these motherfuckers behind bars. Progressive property. What? What the fuck is that? Progressive progression, progressive uh, progressive politics, group accounts. Okay. Alright, um how about liberal Liberal, first the liberal democrats, liberal politics, ah, independence, voters, independent voters, party, about party. Independent party. Not young Democrats. DJ. So is a um kind of awkward name. Somebody's name is DJ. <laughs> College Democrats. College AC. College Dem. What does that mean? College Dems. Alright, fucking good enough. Somebody came up with the idea that while the election was being certified, there should be a gigantic demonstration. And President Trump told them to go to the Capitol where the certification was happening at that moment. It wasn't an accident that these things came together. To your exact point, that's why the evidence is so key, Rachel. Riots don't usually have stack formations. Riots don't usually have weapons that were carried in advance. Riots don't usually have <laughs> floor plans and blueprints to go find people before they might be whisked to safety which some of them, of course, were. And so I think tonight's hearing in its evidentiary magnitude is about more than what happened. It's about why it was so prepared and who called the play. Somebody came up with the idea that while the election was being certified, there should be a gigantic demonstration. And President Trump... Obviously, we know who orchestrated it told them to go to the Capitol where the certification was happening at that moment. <laughs> it wasn't an accident that these things came together. To your exact point, that's why the evidence is so key, Rachel. Riots don't usually have stack formations. Hmm. Riots don't usually have weapons that were carried in advance. Riots don't usually have floor plans and blueprints to go find this people before they might Melbourne. be whisked to safety. These are some of the texts from the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Smedo. Rep. POTUS needs to calm the shit down. Donald Trump Jr. I am pushing out this is on the little effects and towers. He has to lead now, it's gone to fire and gotten out of hands. Nancy Cook of White House. 
for experiments. Are you with POTUS right now, hearing who's in the dining room watching TV? Birds. Mark, I was just told there was an active shooter on the first floor of the Capitol. Please tell the president to calm people. This isn't the way to solve anything. <laughs> that was more detailed, right? Mark, we don't think these attackers are people. We think they're in two-fed dressed like Trump supporters. Shit. <laughs> said to come up friendly and tell protesters to disappear. Someone's going to get killed. Laura Ingraham. Hey, Mark, the president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. He is destroying his legacy and playing into every stereotype. We lose our credibility against the BLM and Tifa crowd if things go south. Tell them to go home. We need to hear from the president on TV. I hate that Biden jumped him on it. Representative, uh, as rioters violently storm the Capitol. Okay, these are some of the texts former White House Chief of Staff Mark, Mark Meadows received on January 6th um, as rioters violently stormed the Capitol. Right as Chief of Staff text to Mark's Med Mark Meadows on January 6th from GOP congressmen, right-wing media personalities, and some of Trump's family. Um, so they were covering their ass to, um, say something about it, that, you know. Because he went too far, I mean, but they pushed, they allowed everything else. They, and, and they're covering up for him still. So that's another reason we're fucked. There must be, uh put up a little bit of a fight. I don't much prefer that. This is Brute America. Meadows gave the text to the committee investigating the events of January 6th. The text were later obtained by CNN. <clears throat> okay. This is Brute America. Brute. America on um, TikTok. Imperial Canada. Jeff, Jeff Duncan, Republican. POTUS needs to calm the shit down. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. He's got to condemn the shit. I'm pushing it hard. I agree. Donald Trump. This is one to the. They will try to. I'm not convinced you're Trump supporters. These are Trump supporters either, by the way, so we should be looking at it out. We need an open office of Donald Trump Jr. One hour later. Nancy Cook, a White House correspondent. Are you a POTUS right now? So? Mark, I was just told there's an active cheater on the first floor of the Capitol. Please tell us how President Trump people. Mark, we don't think these attackers are people who think 
are other people. Antifa versus Chuckman. This is to come out permanently. Uh, former Director of Strategic Communications, Alyssa Farrah Griffin. But it says to come out permanently and tell protesters to dissipate. Someone is going to get killed. Lauren Graham. Hey, Mark. The president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. He is destroying his legacy and playing in every stereotype. It is all credibility against the BLM and to provide a thing still. What the BLM there? They aren't even there. It's not fucking there. Those are your fucking white supremacist terrorists. Fucking uber Christian gun nuts. Um, dressed like yourselves, dressed like a fucking Trump supporter, and with a Confederate flag that he's beating cops over the head with a Confederate flag and a Trump flag. That was not the way Brian Sicknick wanted to go. <laughs> I should do January 6th jokes. January 6th committee jokes. Um about Brian Sicknick being a Trump supporter. <laughs> Trista, come on, is it that funny? Yes, it is kind of funny, because he was a Trump supporter, but yet he got beat over the heads and killed by a Trump flag. He literally got beat to death with a Trump flag, a Trump supporter. How, how bizarre is that? It's absurd. Rince Priebus, former White House Chief of Staff, tell them to go home. Representative Jaime Herrera Butler in Washington. We need to hear from the president. Okay. I understand the general rule on the street is no snitching, but baby, when it comes to the January 6th Capitol riots, if I find out your ass was involved, baby, I will be snitching, uh-huh. Singing like a canary, I believe the phrase goes. From the same crowd that was screaming about Blue Lives Matter, y'all didn't give a damn about Blue Lives when y'all was out there carrying out this riot, this vicious, violent attack. Y'all knocked this officer unconscious and tear gassed her. Another officer died as a result from their injuries sustained from January 6th. At least four other officers died by unaliving themselves after the incident on January 6th. If you carried your ass up there to January 6th based on this big lie that the election was stolen, baby, you were misled. Your leaders told you a falsehood. And now, so now, not only did your leaders lie to you, but you are also subject to being under investigation by the FBI. You in danger, girl! I understand the general rule on the street is no snitching, but baby, when it comes to the January 6th Capitol riots, if I find out your ass was involved, baby, I will be snitching, uh-huh. Singing like a canary, I believe the phrase goes. <laughs> this is the, um, the luncheon lawyer. She's pretty cool, I like her. Other people say it's okay, they mostly snitch on themselves at this point. They literally recorded themselves singing. 
You hear me signing? You are preaching and I'm here for it. I reported six people on my Facebook to FBI because they posted a picture of them their parents of growing up in the country. I snitched. Queen. Good. I'm telling everybody. Everybody. If you're singing, I'm singing. You better sing then. That's sad that so many people believe the lie. <laughs> I'd turn over like an apple pie. I'm cooperating fully with the investigation. Yep, gotta love when all the blue lives matter folks forget all about blue lives when it matters. Blue lives matter rhetoric went right out the window. Yeah, exactly. Kill police, man. I got beat up by a cop, but man, that's wrong. Dude, I mean, this people, those, those were heroes. Those cops were heroes. Not the fuck, fucking Pima Sheriff Knair beat me up in my own driveway for the fuck all and wrongly charged me. I should have sued him for millions of dollars. Taxpayers, Arizona taxpayers would have to pay it, not the cops. But, uh, no, those Capitol Police were heroes. They were, they were heroes. Those were the real fucking heroes, man. Some of them turned away. They helped Congress members to go in the right direction so they weren't kidnapped and fucking hanged in front of the Congress and the gallows that these motherfuckers set up. Some of our Congress. Ah. Lives only matter to them when they benefit their ideology. I don't believe in snitching unless... Bingo. I'd tell him my own mama if I saw her there. Somebody said, oh my god, this is the first time I've heard about four officers unaliving themselves because of January 6th. Did I call them on my friend's abusive ex-husband for being there? Yes, yes I did. Snitching and sleeping well. <laughs> okay. Hey everybody, it's Jason Alexander internationally beloved comedy superstar and <laughs> television icon hmm. from, from the 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of people familiar. know me, if they know me, uh, primarily for comedy, for all things comedic, for making people laugh, or at least trying to. And I think that's why the good folks at Midas Touch uh, asked if I could perhaps lend Same a comedic viewpoint to a rather serious subject, that being January 6th and the January 6th insurrection. You know, I have looked at it from every comedic angle I can think of, and I tell you, it is elusive. I am not exactly putting my finger on the comedic button. Let me try. You got American citizens storming our nation's capital, 
breaching the barricades, attacking police officers. effort to stop the constantly constitutionally guaranteed process of certifying the results of a national election if there's comedy there it certainly does not write itself now it could be we don't know the end of the story we all certainly think we know the story we've been hearing bits of the story ad nauseum for over a year Because we haven't been privy to it. The only people that have been privy to it is the bipartisan Judiciary Committee, Special Committee on the January 6th insurrection. They have been listening to the witnesses, gathering the evidence, gathering the testimonies. And they have a story to tell, a story we haven't heard. But starting on June 9th, they will begin to tell that story on every major network, starting at 8 p.m. on the effort to stop the constantly, <laughs> constitutionally guaranteed process of certifying the results of a national election. Trump the chump. If there's comedy there, it certainly does not write itself. Why not? Now, it could be we don't know the end of the story. We all certainly think we know the story. We've been hearing bits of the story ad nauseum for over a year. <sighs> news stories and news stories and pundits and prophecies and accusations and you name it. But we don't really Bullshit know the story. stories and there's BLM. Because Dresses and we haven't been privy to it. <laughs> the only people that have been privy to it is the bipartisan Judiciary Committee, Special Committee on the January 6th insurrection. They have been listening to the witnesses, gathering the evidence, gathering the testimonies. And they have a story to tell, a story we haven't heard. But starting on June 9th, they will begin to tell that story. On every major network, starting at 8 p.m. on the East Coast, 5 p.m. on the West Coast, they will begin to tell that story, presenting the witnesses and the evidence and the testimony about how this happened, why this happened, who made it happen, who didn't stop it from happening, who did stop it from happening, who continues to aid and abet it. It's an important story because until we know the end of it, it's a story that could happen again. And it's too frightening a story to let that happen. So I will be there starting June 9. I will be there watching these hearings i will be there until i understand the story as a whole there's nothing more important you can do there's nothing more patriotic that you can do regardless of your party affiliation or what you think you do or don't know about the story no matter how much you want it to just go away it won't go away until we understand it fully it's the least we can do so please
strategies toward analyzing this case? Exclamation point. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be all over the airways. You can't. comedy and finding the funny in things but for now let's do this together thank you god bless you serenity now hey everybody it's jason alexander president trump summoned the mob assembled the mob and lit the flame of this attack you will also hear about plots to commit seditious conspiracy on january 6th a crime defined in our laws as conspiring to overthrow, put down, or destroy by force the government of the United States, or to oppose by force the authority thereof. Multiple members of two groups, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys, have been charged with this crime for their involvement in the events leading up to yeah, and on they January 6th. Some have pled guilty. The attack on our capital... Direction charges. Washington Post and New York Times, Tag Times. Official whatever. It was not a spontaneous riot. Intelligence available before CBS January sixth identified plans to quote invade the Capitol occupy the Capitol, and take other steps to halt Congress's count of electoral votes that day. President Trump summoned the mob, assembled the mob, and lit the flame of this attack. You will Summons also hear about plots assembled. to commit... Tonight, I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending the indefensible. There will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. Tonight, 
I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending the indefensible. There will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. This is ABC News. Tonight, I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending Token, token Republican. Because I remember the entire nation being riveted and watching the Watergate hearings. Because we as a nation were so shocked that a president would be a burglar of the opposite party's info. And that seems so little. This, this is the first, this is the one thing of all the things that people can look about America and and examine what's been our myth, what's been the reality, the one thing that we could stand tall about as Americans, as conservatives, as Republicans, as Democrats, as independents, as anything, we have a peaceful transfer of power. That was our signature. That was our great strength. And that has been threatened by the misinformation and the sedition and attempts by people to take over. And I feel for the people that believe they were doing something right, but I'm hoping that every American citizen will watch these and really think and pay attention and take the time. They're not sound bites. It's long range, long term information and process it and have some respect for the people that have really worked hard to find out what went on to challenge what was the tenet of a democracy. What happened on January 6th was one of the cancers that our country has experienced and it has become a part of um, its uh, temporary, I hope, DNA. And uh, it's essential that we learn what has been learned, listen hard. Is it true that you are live tweeting from the floor our location to people on the outside as we were being attacked, Lauren? Um, yes, those tweets did go out, and that was something that was live and public information that was broadcast live from. But don't ask us about security if you're telling the attackers where we're at. I yield back. So that was something that was being broadcast live from C-SPAN, and once we were on the move, there was absolutely nothing else uh, that was that was broadcast. Uh. Is it true that you were live tweeting from the floor or location to people on the outside as we were being attacked, Lauren? Um, yes, those tweets did go out, and that was something that was live yeah, and public and information that was broadcast. This is uh, um, her, Mar Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. They were both um, um, high school dropouts with the records, you know, like uh, police records. And uh, <clears throat> when they were approached by the GOP to... Uh, they, that they needed to get their GED so that they could run for office.
bare minimum. But don't ask us about security if you're telling the attackers where we're at. I yield back. So that was something that was being broadcast live from C-SPAN. And once we were on the move, there was absolutely nothing else. Uh, so there are now seven. Count them seven states that had fake electoral votes that were to be cast for Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Well, let's talk about this for a second. Remember this tweet? It says here that Pence didn't have the... Says Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent and inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. Courage to do what was needed, blah, blah, blah. Basically, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts. A corrected set of facts, aka the fraudulent electoral votes that were sent in he knew about this plan now just so you guys know they knew that pence wasn't going to sign this so they had a backup person who uh new iowa senator this is a roll call iowa senator charles e grassley the senate president pro tempore says he and not Vice President Mike Pence will preside over the certification of electoral college votes since we don't expect him to be there. He's going to certify the results. That's why Chuck Grassley put out a statement a couple days before stating that Pence wasn't going to be there. So they had Grassley in on it. Now, in order to remove pins, you got to have something happen at the Capitol. you got to have boots on the ground and distraction at the Capitol. And you got to make sure that your National Guard doesn't come in and shut everything down early. So what do you do? You make sure that your people can approve the request for the National Guard, and you essentially cap the normal ability for the D.C. police to be able to get the Guard in there. And that's why this statement makes perfect sense, because let's think about it to be able to get the guard in there. Trump wanted troops to protect his supporters at January 6th rally. That's Reuters. So this statement makes perfect sense because let's think about it. If the fake electoral votes would have been counted and they would have certified and stated that Trump was in fact the winner of the 2020 election, there would have been chaos in the streets. So it makes sense that Trump would want his people to be protected by the troops when they eventually went in. Now let's talk about those bombs. So Trump's been certified. There's chaos in the streets. That would be a great time to detonate bombs, right? Bombs are detonated. Chaos in the streets. You can then invoke the Insurrection Act, declare a national security emergency, and stop the whole thing. And live to see another day and fight it out in courts. Two things. All of this meets the definition for treason, and every single one of them need to go, especially those that swore an oath to the Constitution and are holding public office. The yeah. second thing, this is the biggest reason, this is the biggest case we have to date on why the Electoral College needs to be obliterated right now, because if a few bad actors can just sway an entire nation one way in a coordinated attempt, it's got to go. And no, don't comment that, oh, no one's going to get arrested. You know how big of a fuck this is? People will get arrested. Believe. 
So there are now seven, count them, seven states that had fake. And You 100% put it together and absolutely understood the Republican assignment. You laid this out perfect. Who needs January 6th mini when we got you? <laughs> Is it true that Pelosi had command over National Guard? And if so, why didn't she call them? Because it's not true. That's why. Where did that come from? electoral votes that were to be cast for Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Well, let's talk about this for a second. Remember this tweet? It's scary and creepy. It says here that Pence didn't have the courage to do what was needed, blah, blah, blah. Basically giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts. A corrected, a corrected set, set of, of facts, facts, a.k.a. the fraudulent electoral votes that were sent in. He knew about this. Oh. Just so you guys know, they knew that Pence wasn't What's going to a seven us. point plan? They had a backup person who was going to certify the results. That's why Chuck Grassley put out a statement. Now, in order to remove Pence, you got to have something happen at the Capitol. you got to have boots on the ground, a distraction at the Capitol. And you got to make sure that your National Guard doesn't come in and shut everything down early. So what do you do? You make sure that your people can approve the request for the National Guard and you essentially cap the normal ability for the D.C. police to be able to get the Guard in there. And that's why this statement makes perfect sense, because let's think about it. If the fake electoral votes would have been counted and they would have certified and stated that Trump was, in fact, the winner of the 2020 election, there would have been chaos in the streets. 
So it makes sense that Trump would want his people to be protected by the troops when they eventually went in. Now let's talk about those bombs. So Trump's been certified. There's chaos in the streets. That would be a great time to detonate bombs, right? And um, wasn't perjury trader green um, sneaking around? Uh, possibly setting up bombs? Okay, hey, sensitive content. Watch anyway. Fox News cuts away from violent footage of insurrection during January 6th committee hearing. Basically, for her entire career and profiting off of it, but also she has to bring up this whole, oh, it, it must be a big Trump thing. No, it's not a Trump thing. There is the fact of the matter, the only reason that people were there on that. Basically, for her entire career and profiting off of it, but also she has to bring up this whole, oh, it, it must be a big Trump thing. No, it's not a Trump thing. There is the fact of the matter, the only reason that people were there on that. Bingo card for Republican distractions. <clears throat> it's a prime time hearing about Hunter Biden. <laughs> Congressman Heist. Hunter <laughs> Biden. Uh, Russian interference in the 2022 midterms. Russia hoax. Anti BLM. Gas is $5 a gallon. People generally can't imagine giving shit about these. About, about these. Sigur and Jetty. Who the fuck is that? Yes. The January 6th sham is a distraction. This is stand for logic. It's a distraction for what matters. America is disintegrating with crime, stockings, shortages, a recession, division, corruption is everywhere, and another caravan is on the way to invade our country. That should be considered fucking hate speech and citing violence against uh, refugees. Our distraction is their victory. Keep your eyes on the truth. Caravan, the whole time while Pelosi shit show of an impeachment was going on in the midst of China virus. What's going to happen during your shit show of 1 6 hearings? Nuclear war? Pelosi the clown. Biden, worst president ever. January 6th committee hearings. Idiots. Moby. <clears throat> the left still wants to defund the police. Drag queens, illegals, blue tides, fake news, free, 
gun grabber Hillary's emails, inflation, Fauci, global warming hoax, socialism, Dems want to defund the police, fentanyl seized at the border, Reagan, Benghazi, peaceful tourists, truth is clear and if the committee had any real intention of getting to the truth and preventing this from ever happening again which should be their goal i condemn this in real time on my radio show we condemned it right here on this program that night like we condemned all the riots in the summer of 2020 that were not mostly peaceful now they would not be turning to this into another hoax impeachment of course they've had a predetermined outcome sadly from the beginning Knowing the dangers associated with large protests, it turns out that Donald Trump approved up to 20,000 National Guard troops that would bolster the Capitol well in advance of the rally on January 6th. He did it on January 4th. My prediction is, is that they will lie by omission, the committee will, keep that critical fact out of the circus presentation that they, you know, are creating as we speak, their Hollywood show that they're going to put on. They won't focus on once the president, as required by law, signed off on up to 20,000 troops being called up. That was his role. Then the jurisdiction went to Nancy Pelosi, who's in charge of security for the House, along with the sergeant of arms and the D.C. Mayor Bowser, who refused to call up the guard again. That, that is their call as required by law. Donald Trump did his part. And if Donald Trump really wanted this breach of the Capitol, why would he have authorized up to... Oh my God, what is this shit? Um, the 300 News. 20,000 National Guard troops. Now, there are multiple documents and statements to back all... Six committee has all of the... I forgot about January 6th on January 7th. Complete double standard over the Kavanaugh hearing break-in by the Democrat demo rats. Exactly. I want to know who opens the doors from the inside of the Capitol.
this, but they won't be including it on Thursday. By the way, that would include this letter from Mayor Bowser declining National Guard support prior to January 6th. These documents from a recent Inspector General's report that details how... Response to the January 6th riot. Now, we also reached out to Biden's defense secretary, Mark Milley. He was in a high-level role at the DOD during January 6th. He's yet to provide us with a comment. They said they wouldn't get back to us tonight. Hopefully, we will be able to report tomorrow what their answer is. But don't forget, right here on this program, the DOD... Forth, all of them have confirmed what we know to be true that Donald Trump did request and has required by law approved and authorized up to 20,000 guard troops to be called up by Pelosi and Bowser should they need them and want them. The truth is clear. And if the committee had any real intention of getting to the truth and preventing this from ever happening again, which should be their goal. Sounds like Sean I condemned Hannity. this in real time on my radio show. We condemned it right here on this program that night, like we condemned all Who the riots in the summer Brits? of 2020 that were not mostly peaceful. Now, they would not be turning to this into another hoax impeachment. Of course, they've had a predetermined outcome, sadly. report this. From the beginning. Knowing the dangers associated with large protests. I think for a lot of people Fraudy of color in this country, scams. we're thinking what would have happened if those rioters were black? What would have happened if it was a black man behind Nancy Pelosi's desk with his feet up on the table? I was there for the massive protests and peaceful demonstrations happening here in Washington, D.C. What are they doing? Are they shooting them? It was a double standard playing out uh, right in front of us. When the president decided to walk out of the White House and over to St. John's Church, we watched as law enforcement forcibly removed peaceful protesters. We watched as tear gas, pepper balls were deployed. We watched and we saw people running on Capitol Hill, I did not feel very much police presence. And as the chaos was unfolding, I did not see very much police presence. I saw Capitol Police being outnumbered and being overwhelmed. For a lot of people of color in this country, we're thinking what would have happened if those rioters were black? What would have happened if it was a black man behind Nancy Pelosi's desk with his feet up on the table? I was there for the massive protests and peaceful demonstrations happening here in Washington, D.C. What are they doing? Are they shooting them? It was a double standard playing out uh, right in front of us. When the president decided to... Would have been, our people would have never gotten that close to the Capitol, would have been beaten down before they even got there. Such a double standard. They'd be dead. 
on both sides of narrative and politics. You'll hear a lot of people say, you know, the problem with the current situation is, you know, it's both left and right. Both sides are responsible. There's extremism on both sides. It is a reason why we can't have sensible debates on things anymore. And I know that a lot of people are saying this because they think it's like a moderate, informed, reasonable position to take. But when they say it, they're really exposing how little they know about the actual situation that's going on. What you have to understand about the difference between the Republicans, the Democrats, the left and right, however you call it in America, is that the so-called extremists on the right have institutional power that the extremists on the left do not have. I'll give you an example, right? When Donald Trump ran in 2016 on xenophobia, closing borders, banning Muslims from the country, and all this other horrendous shit, right, that wasn't a minus for him. The party rallied around him, made him the nominee, and put him forward as the candidate for president. They the Republican side, the more extreme you go, right, if you're super pro-guns, you're anti-abortion, you want to ban all the transgender... people the further you go to the extreme on the right the more viable of a candidate you are in the modern republican yeah. party which is now based around and run by the extremists of that party it's the total opposite situation on the left the extremists on the left yes there are some that exist but the difference is they are totally marginalized and excluded in their party even the so-called moderate ones right going back to 2020 we saw bernie sanders running on what is by for every developed country outside of America, a very moderate agenda, right? Universal health care, getting rid of student debt, just basically improving social services, right? And he was deemed so extreme that the entire governing apparatus of the Democratic Party, every major candidate and major figure in that party rallied around this man's downfall. They all worked together in a coordinated effort to make sure that man would never get the nomination, mm -hmm. let alone get anywhere near the presidency. But then
figures on Twitter and assume that. Number one choice as president. to real-world power, right? Meanwhile, Republicans are out here ending democracy as you know it and rolling back civil rights for marginalized communities, but more people are upset about the woke, liberal, cancel mob. The truth is, unless you can be annoyed to death by tweets that you read, there is no comparison between the danger posed by the extremists on the right and the extremists on the left. Anyone who denies that is just not observing reality. Respectfully, we have got to stop using this whole both-sides narrative in politics. You'll hear a lot of people say, you know... the I'm going to do a couple more of these because you're helping me highlight a greater point I'd like to make. Relative to population, black and... January 6th was bad. January 6th was no worse than the months of political violence that happened throughout America. Anyone who rioted deserves a rest. Brown people are more likely to die at the hands of police. During the summer of 2020, people got really pissed off because there were multiple police-involved shootings that were extremely high profile and it led to civil unrest. I want to stress that this is a real thing that happened. There was video evidence, and obviously the officer that killed George Floyd was found guilty. The difference between the insurrection on January the 6th and the riots that happened in cities around the United States is that the January 6th insurrection was predicated upon lies. There was no crime that happened. There was no voter fraud. Nothing happened. Trump lied to people, and that's why all those rioters showed up. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that burning an Arby's or a Target is a good thing, but it's fundamentally different than trying to kill sitting members of Congress and the Vice President of the United States. You are really, really deep in some weird conspiracies, man. I'm going to do a couple more of these because you're helping me highlight a greater point I'd like to make. How do you all feel about the events of January 6th? Uh, a lot of that was Antifa. Really? Um, yes. Why, why would Antifa interrupt the certification of an election in which their candidate won? Wouldn't they want him to be certified? Um, it just, they uh, just want to disrupt in any way possible. <laughs> do, you, do, you think, do you think Antifa wanted him to be president? I guess is what I'm, what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. So why would they interrupt the certification of the vote on January 6th? Well, it's, it's, if you, it's just like, if you have a, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, why would they would do that? Well, how do you all feel about the events of January 6th? All right, let's talk about the Proud Boys. Tonight is the first hearing of the January 6th attacks. You're going to hear a lot about them and their ties to President Trump. Here's what you need to know. Okay, so first of all, they're huge supporters of President Trump, and they came into the mainstream when President Trump said this at a 2020 presidential debate when he was asked if he would finally condemn the rise of white nationalist militia groups.